All right, people, back again. Episode 287, Random Acts of Podcast. You already know I am, Amp. And I'm back. I got a special guest on the podcast today. It's been a minute. This man has been through a lot since the last time he's been on here. A lot of changes, a lot of great changes. And a, a different name also. You changed a lot, man. <laughs> you changed a lot over the years. You got a you got a, a new career path, new, new name, and new everything. So I'm gonna introduce you by your new name. I'm not gonna introduce you by your old name because that's the past. We got Malcolm Bivens on the podcast. What's going on, man? And hey, why you put it like that? That I've been through a lot. You made it sound like I was um, like I was kidnapped. Uh, you you've been through a lot of changes. Just just because somebody says they've been through a lot doesn't always necessarily mean bad things. So we we can all see that you've been through nothing but good things in the past year or so, year and a half since you've been on here. Uh, I think it was around uh, New Orleans time, WrestleMania, New Orleans is the last time you've been on here, and that was like maybe a year and a half. So you've done a lot. Yeah. So yeah. how's everything I mean, been so far? Bad. I mean, good, good. I mean, nothing has bad, um, except for the PC combine. I mean, that was a little rough, but uh, aside from that, you know, everything has been good. How was um, that the PC combine? Oh man, I, that was an experience I, that I don't know if I would ever do again. I saw the footage. Was, that. What did you expect that, or they kind of like once you came in, they kind of like just threw it on you? Uh, well, it was it was optional, so a lot of stuff. Um, can be optional. So I did it basically to show that I was, you know, uh, like a team player. And I think, I think at the time, I think people thought that I was just hanging out at the PC, but I mean, I pretty much was doing everything that everyone else was doing, you know, um, that didn't change, you know, it really still hasn't changed. Uh, so I just wanted to show that I was a part of the performance center, you know, regardless of being a manager or, or being a wrestler or, or whatever. So, uh, I'm glad that I did it. I just, I just know that I don't have to do it again. So, <laughs> um, so that's a good thing. Uh, but the name change, yeah, that was, that was something that I think was a good thing. I know a lot of people were really against it, but I was actually for it. Um, I just saw it as like a new beginning because, I don't know how other people feel about it, but I think I think the Stokely Hathaway character, I don't think he would necessarily fit hundred percent into the WWE universe. So I think I think it did need like a change and I think that was the perfect change or or that was the perfect way to kind of do so. So who came up with the name? Did you come up with the name or you kinda like collab with somebody at the performance center to come up with the name? Because I'm assuming it's like a Michael Bivens, right? from Mel Bell yeah. DeVoe? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just took I just took Malcolm X and I took that name. So I came up with it myself. Uh I didn't think they would approve it, to be honest with you, but uh they said that it was good to go. And for the most part, most people come up with their names. Uh the only way it doesn't happen is if I don't know, I guess your name sucks or something like that, you know, they feel <laughs> like it needs like a tweak, but um I think as long as the name is true to you and you have a good backstory or like a like an explanation, I think it's fine. But no, I was happy with it. Uh, I'm glad that they were on board for me changing my name. But yeah, I don't know. Some people prefer to keep whatever they had on the indies. I don't. I don't think it matters to be honest with you. 
Yeah, I think that's like a misconception everybody have. They they act like once you get down there, they just like want to strip everything indie from you. But apparently you said it was on you to change it. And I like the new name a lot. Yeah, appreciate it. I mean, like it, it's it was definitely brought to me and I, you know, I thought that it was a great idea. But no, I mean, as far as me, I think I was hired for a reason. And I think that they want me to be the person that I was before. And that's what I've been doing. And, you know, it seems to be working thus far. But yeah, it's been it's been a, a interesting experience thus far. All right, so now, so you're down at the Performance Center. We all know the Performance Center is down in Orlando. How is the change from, because you was in New York, if I'm not mistaken. How is the yeah. change from living in New York to living in Orlando? Because everybody know the the Twitter jokes, the, the well, internet jokes, the Florida man and all that different <laughs> stuff. Hashtag Florida man. How is it different from what you expect expected coming down to Orlando? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I think New York was crazier. Um, crazy. I, I, t I tell people that. They don't believe me. But, hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you see the video of the dude <laughs> that was trapped on the bottom of the subway tunnel? And had yeah, exactly. You don't see on his legs? Yeah, you don't see stuff like that in Florida. Because, of course, we don't got subways. But I'm pretty sure there's more crazier people up there than down here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In New York, that was, I mean, that was like a daily thing. So, uh, here, I mean, it's just, it's calm, it's quiet. I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's not really too much to do except for Disney and, and Universal. But I think, I think for us, it's a good thing because it will keep our minds on, on working and, and WV, you know, I think, I think if maybe the, if the Palma Center was in like a busier place, it, you know, I don't know how it would be, but, um, I will say, you know, I do miss New York at times because when I lived there, I was pretty much always out, you know, like I saw this show or went to see, you know, this concert, blah, blah. But here it's not really too much of that that you can do. But, but at the same time, you know, I probably wouldn't have the time to do those things anyway. So, you know, it's actually a decent balance and plus it's, it's a hundred times cheaper. So yeah. um, I can't really complain too much. Also, it's no Zaxby's in New York either. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna start a petition to get Zach's and Waffle House and a nah, in New York. Nah, keep keep all those down here. No, nah, they don't need <laughs> they don't need those up there. They can have they can have Waffle House. I don't care about Waffle House. You can have Waffle House in New York. Just keep uh, keep you, you gotta keep you gotta keep publishing Zaxby's to the to the down here only. Especially Zaxby's. Exclusive? Yeah, exclusive. exclusive. How was it when you first had I'm, Zaxby's? Uh see I had Zaxby's like years prior, uh, but oh, okay. you know I hadn't had it in like a really long time, and so when I had it again, man, it just—I don't know—it felt like heaven. You know what I mean? <laughs> it felt like, uh, uh, yeah, it just felt like the gates of hell opened up. But it's funny because, um, like, I tweeted about them as a joke, and then they, like, they DM me. Well, no, they told me to follow them, and then then they DM me, and so you know we just kind of. Uh, uh, like we're joking back and forth, you know. So that was pretty cool. I mean, that's one of the perks of being signed. You know, I get free Zaxby's uh, gift cards. So, uh, you know, I just gotta, I just gotta keep riding this wave as long as possible. Can I be honest with you? When I seen that, uh, when I seen Zaxby's tweeted you back, I got a little jealous because we all know, man. I love, <laughs> I love Zaxby's. 
And one of my life goals is to be in one of them Zaxby's commercials. You you seen the Zaxby's commercial where it's just a white background yeah. and somebody just holding a big bucket of chicken. Like I just want to be in one of the commercials one day. When I seen I'm it, I was up. a little jealous, but I I I respect the hustle, man. I'm sorry, bro. I mean, I'll hook it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll DM him and I'll say, hey, um, you gotta get me and Amp on the on the next. It won't be this year. Next year, uh, you know, we'll do like a Zaxby Super Bowl commercial. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I know it's kind of hard. I know it's kind of hard because in the performance, and I'm assuming y'all gotta like keep everything under control, like as far as your diet and whatnot. So I already know it's probably a struggle. You probably can't eat as Zaxby's as much as you want to. That so uh, <laughs> funny story. So like the night before the combine, like I'm asked, like I actually had Zaxby's. Um, so I actually attribute that to my poor performance, or at least that's that's my cop out pretty much. But um, it, yeah, Zaxby's Zaxby's a slump you for sure. Uh man, like that that was that was probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made. Just in <laughs> my you... entire thirty uh, something years on this planet. Um, but yeah, I had it was it was like a what was it? It was like the tenders. I got like like three piece, and then I destroyed the fries, destroyed the bread, and I think what else? I think I had um, uh, like three cookies too. Like it was, <laughs> it was a disaster. That's exactly what I get. That's exactly what I get. I was about to ask yeah. you what you ordered. That's exactly what I get. Yeah, I was asking for it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's you know the perks of being signed has been. Um, pretty cool i say i i'll say the biggest moment was uh when i was doing the cd player stuff david allen greer i don't know how he found it he like replied to one of, of the tweets and he just started clowning me for it so um yeah that was top top moment top moment uh thus far yeah i was about to ask you also like one of the one of the main things i've noticed since you've been with the wwe you step your like your twitter skits up is that something that like you came up with your own or did like somebody like uh mention it to you and like how do you like what's the thought process go goes behind doing like your skits and whatnot i think it's one of those things where i knew that i wouldn't be on television right away and i don't know some people look at that as a good thing and a bad thing i looked at it as a good thing in the beginning because I don't think that I was in, I would say the best shape, you know, like, I think, you know, you can try to think of the right way to put this, you know, on the Indies, there is a version of, uh, there is a version of you. And then there is a, I would say a, um, a different version of you, wherever you go in your sign, you know, like, and that's not saying that the indie version of you is bad. I just think that when you go to the next level, you know, you need to be polished in a sense, like, like yeah. there's some fine tuning, you know, there's some work that you need to do. And I think mine was, you know, just how um, out of shape I was, you know, like, I, like, I think I need to get in, in better shape. So um, as far as like the, the skits, so in the beginning, you know, uh, I knew that there was some some fine tuning, you know, I knew that that I needed to work on, you know, getting in better shape. I think I need to figure out, you know, how does this uh, how does this character or persona translate to like the WWE audience? And so I think the skits allowed me to to do that. You know, like I figured out what worked and what didn't work. But usually it just involves me waking up thinking of something funny. And um, 
I think I have a weird sense of humor. So if it makes me laugh, I know that it'll make other people laugh. And so I'll be honest with you, you know, there's like a bunch of stuff that I that I just haven't tweeted out because sometimes I'll film something, I'll edit it and look at it. And I'm like, ah, you know, this isn't very funny. Or, you know, I just think that, that it didn't get the message that I wanted to um, like across. But, but the CD player thing was something that I thought of that could, in a sense, while I'm not on TV, get people um, a taste of, of of who I am and what I could do, and at the same time show that I could interact with different people who were in NXT. So that's kind of how all of that came about. You know, normally they're just funny bits that I think of that will also sometimes will showcase other people and that will showcase myself. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So when you so let's talk about the when you say showcase other people. So when you do the skits, do you like 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 what like do you like script it out? Like do you tell the people like, hey, we about to do this and that, or like do you like do it on the fly? Like everybody just roll with it. Um, it depends, you know, because every everyone is different. Honestly, it it really depends who it is. Uh, sometimes I'll be honest with you. Sometimes uh, it'll be someone in the PC and they'll say, hey, like I have this idea and it'll be funny and so we'll just go ahead and shoot it but i may tweet it out because it would be funnier for my account if that makes sense whereas yeah someone else tweeting it, it wouldn't make as much sense so it really all depends like um, i think every situation is is different but like i said like if i watch it back and i'm like oh, like you know this sucks then i just won't i just won't put out but but sometimes like i'll hold it um I don't know if you remember, I did a video with uh, uh, Damien Priest. And so he's in the back and I basically come up to him and I ask him about about going to the club uh, and I ask him for like a discount for a drink. Like I shot that and like I held on to it for like four months. And then all of a sudden, I forgot what it was, but it was, it was appropriate for me to like tweet it out, you know? So um, it all depends. Yeah, I feel like your best one was the one when you was in the WWE warehouse and you had put on Mark Henry Blazer. Oh, I feel yeah. like that I feel like that was the best one out of the the CD player saga. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm shocked that they let me go in there and film. Like that was probably the most I would say surreal moment ever because everything everything is in that warehouse. Like everything that you've ever seen on television is in that warehouse. Like Vince's limo smackdown fist it's just uh the the punjabi prison just every piece of history is just in this giant building you know and to be able to just walk through that just to film a skit is just is insane yeah that's crazy i thought maybe that was like in stanford or something like that oh it was so basically oh, it was. i flew oh. yeah yes so i flew so i got permission i can't remember how but i got permission and then i flew to Stanford and then we filmed it in like a day. And then it's a lot that I had to edit out. So it's a lot more footage of me going through stuff. So like one day I'm sure I'll like release it, but yeah, like I flew to Stanford, I was there for like two days and then I came back and um, I think I think I released the video. I, I think it was like, if I'm not mistaken, at least three months later. So, but it okay. all came together really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really yeah, it was a really good video. I like that one out of all of them was was mostly good, especially the ones you did with um the uh 
blank. My my brain's not working right now. You did with the Street Profits. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, yeah, that was the best one I think. Yeah, especially me teleporting. That was the best part. <laughs> yeah, the warehouse one and the ones you did with the Street Profits at first. The first couple ones you did with the Street Profits were the best ones to me, hands down. Yeah, yeah, they're funny dudes, man. Like I, as far as like just natural charisma and talent, like they're two of the best. Like I could. I could honestly just take a camera and a tripod and just we all three could like could just sit and talk and it would be just the most entertaining um, ever, you know, just because, you know, they're just funny, you know, all the time. So I don't, you know, I don't think they get the credit that they deserve as far as just, you know, a lot of a lot of their humor is them, you know, that's just how they are in real life. Yeah, they um, yeah, they're one of my favorite tag teams. They're doing a thing on the main roster, but yeah. Definitely, you can tell from just from what we've seen, they got a lot of charisma. You can tell they nothing is fake; everything is authentic with them. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because they're they're on Raw now, so you know I'm about to ask them to borrow some money. I'm about to ask Angelo Dawkins to borrow like thirty thousand in a few days. Yeah, you know that. You know the new contract is probably coming through, man. So you know they got the. You know, you probably got something coming through, man. Ask for a Corvette or something. Might not, <laughs> might be a '91, but still, just ask. You never know. Hey, hey, it'll still drive. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, long as me. listen, as long as it'll get me the Zaxby's and back, I'm good. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up, man. Zaxby's and back and Publix. I, I hope when you go to Publix, you get the, the chicken tender sub, right? I've never had it. I, I've oh, never my. had the sub. I would say go get one, but I don't want to like I don't know what you got going on down there, so I don't want to mess <laughs> nothing up, man. I want you out there. They ask you to run the ropes, man. You know, had a chicken tender sub, and you be you had an eye. Had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you. Yeah, I want you grabbing your chest, and you be like, "Damn it, amp!" And just blame it on me. Like, I don't want nothing to do with that. So maybe later on, maybe at the mania or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, that's the post mania uh, a snack. Do they have? Publix in Tampa? Yeah, they got Publix in Tampa. I'm pretty sure they like all all down Florida. I know Zaxby's oh, kind of okay. spotty. I think once you pass Tampa, like there's none. Really, it's probably nah. on West Palm Beach and all that. But yeah, Tampa, they're all over. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. As soon as Mania is over, I'll just head to Publix and just and just get a sub. Yeah, get you a chicken tender sub, man. So let's talk about Wednesday. You had your big moment Wednesday. You was finally yeah, in... Um, yeah, Wednesday, last Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Wednesday was nuts. I listen, man. I don't, I don't think I've been under that much pressure since I tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich for the first time. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a lot. But um, yeah, it was cool. Like I basically just went out there and just told the world about Bivens Enterprises and that, and that it's it's coming soon. I'll be honest with you, I didn't expect the reception that I got. Um, probably the loudest, I would say, reaction that I've ever gotten um, that I remember. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'm just I'm just very disappointed in the black community for clowns <laughs> what I was wearing. Um, you know, that was a national tragedy. You uh, knew that was, you knew that was coming. <laughs> nah, bro. So the thing that suit, the suit that I wore was, was just symbolic because I, so I bought that suit in 2018. For access, I actually went with um, with Jocker, so he was in Catchpoint at the time, and so we went. We bought these suits 
And so I was like, oh, like I wear it, you know, everything, everything will come, will come full circle. So uh, I forgot like who, who said something, but yeah, like people were trying to clown me on the suit and it was like, yeah, like I, you know, was it, was it a Steve Harvey suit? Absolutely. Did it, uh, <laughs> you know, did it have special significance? Yes. So, but uh, aside from that, I would say, you know, Wednesday was, was great, you know, um, so I'm just looking forward to the the next chapter and just to see what's next. Now that's soup, man. Um, well, when you got it, I'm assuming it fits. So you lost a bunch of weight, so of course it's gonna yeah. it's gonna sag a little bit. That, yeah, that, just, yeah. that just shows off the progress. That means you have just been working good in the gym, man. <laughs> but when I seen, I saw somebody had tweeted. I wish I knew who tweeted it because I give them their credit. But I can't remember. But somebody had did the side by side with you with T Mac, the T Mac suit. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I oh, saw like, that. that was funny. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. Because when I seen like the original pictures of the you, when they uh, when like whoever do the little scoops on uh, Twitter, they had yeah. tweeted it, and the suit looked straight. But as soon as they did like the close up to you and the uh, to you by the uh, entrance, oh like, yeah. yeah, man, that's that suit needs some tailoring, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, so that, so that photo was like the worst photo of the bunch. And it's, I was, so when I came out, I like leaned over and the thing is, it was just the angle of it. Like, like it actually looked worse than like it actually was. Cause if you look at the other photos, like it's like it's not bad at all, hmm. but you know, yeah, that one photo. Yeah. Like it wasn't. You could wear a turtleneck and a, one of them dashiki hats. You could do yeah. that. I think that's what Velveteen Dream wears. I can't, I can't, I can't hmm. copy his style. He does wear that. Here's another one. We're in Florida. A diggy suit. Nah. What about, no diggy suit? <laughs> nah. You can wear a diggy suit and some forces? I don't know. That's different. Uh, I mean. How about an air out? Whoever you're managing, how about you get a sweatsuit with their face airbrushed on it? Hmm. Uh, I think I think that's a takeover fit. That's a takeover fit. Yeah, it, it's it's a good idea. I think I don't know. That's that's that's, a, that's, that's all I got. That uh, that's for like NXT take a buckhead or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and I'm gonna assume buckhead will never get a takeover. <laughs> I don't even know where I mean, y'all would even have that at. I mean, you never know. I mean, it it it'd probably be in like a uh, I don't know, like a college. Is there a college there, like a university somewhere? Yeah, yeah, pond. Yeah, that that airbrush one. Pondering that a little bit, man. I think you might think you might change your <laughs> mind on that one. All right, man. Hey, hey, listen. If I get released after after the airbrush suit, then we're not we gonna talk about. We're we not gonna talk we about talk. all that. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about all that. That's not gonna happen. Like, why would you get released because a a, a a airbrushed outfit? Because as soon as I come out, they go, like, "What the hell are you wearing?" They <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, let's have a talk." Let's are those your bows? Like, yeah, yeah, go, <laughs> go all out, man, with the airbrush. Yeah, you might get released, man. So, yeah, don't do that. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I've been trying to ride this out until Tampa, man. <laughs> but uh, what's your, like speaking of Tampa, speaking of Tampa, like what's the plans for Tampa? That well, what you can say, 
Like what's like like what you're looking forward to with um WrestleMania in Tampa this year? I I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it's WrestleMania weekend last year was so crazy. And that was just me just getting there, just being able to see and just observe. Like I have honestly, like I have no idea what to expect. Um, you know, it's a lot going on and I I think it's one of those things where I think you just go into it um, prepared for anything and everything. Yeah, I feel I mean, you. It's a answer, but but it's true. Like I, you know, like I have no idea. Like it's 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 so many moving pieces, and that's the thing. I think I think when you're outside of the of the bubble, like you know, you you look at you look at WrestleMania and you look at these takeovers, and you you know you. You kind of comprehend just how big these events are, but I don't think that I don't think I fully understood just how just how actually they were and how many people involved that it takes to pull this off until now. And so, you know, it's it's an amazing feat that they're able to pull off just every single year. Um, and I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching uh, uh, the Fire Fest documentary of the Fire Fest or whatever uh, documentary, and it's like, you know all these rich dudes couldn't put together a music festival in like what they have like a year. But then again, WrestleMania keeps going every single year. Now granted, the, you know, that's not a very good analogy, but, but point being is, you know, every year WWE pulls off the biggest event of the year, you know, and they just keep going. So um, yeah. that's a feat in itself. Yeah, also those dudes not as smart as Vince also. They just got money and then <laughs> as you can see, money money doesn't um equate intelligence also. So that's why oh, that yeah. that's why that fire fest and all that stuff can work. Vince just got the Vince got the formula and he just puts on a they put on a great show every day, everybody that's involved. So yeah, there's that. Oh for sure, for sure. All I all I hope is that is that they give Shotzi Black um permission to come out to make them say uh with the tank that's that's all i want oh that would be actually that would be interesting also yeah i'm trying to get her to install like a portable cd player in our tank too i'm gonna see if i can convince her you need to step up man at least step to like 2017 man get you a i mean 2007 <laughs> actually get an mp3 player <laughs> Cause I oh, I yeah, seen yeah. I seen close up on that CD player. I didn't see that anti shock button on there. So that means when uh, you're walking down the sidewalk, that means your CD skipping. Yeah, it does skip. Like it skips a bit. But uh, I mean, hopefully, you know, after Mania, you know, I can get me, um, you know, I can get anti shock. At least get you a zoom. I'm waiting man. on the bag. Get a zoom. <laughs> Actually, I have a zoom. I have, uh, I have a zoom HD somewhere. I wish I could find it. I have no clue where it is. Yeah, I had a Zoom. I'm gonna start rocking it during shows. Yeah, yeah, get you a Zoom, man. I don't know how you're gonna still put music on it. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I think so I had, you had one too. Yeah, I had one, and then like I tried to put some music on it, and then like when I tried to put a song on it, it would delete another song and not put the new song on. I said, okay, it's time to. The Lord is telling me something. It's time to hang this up. <laughs> well, how much space did you have? I think I had the once it had the the two gigabyte one, and that sounds like a lot now. I mean, that sounds like a little bit now, but at that time, that was a ton of space. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I remember I had I had the sixty four gigabyte, and I thought that oh, was you like, balling. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like that's that's like nothing because I have the um, I have the uh, the iPhone uh, uh, ten with the I'm trying to think is it two fifty six? Yeah, I think I have the two fifty six, and it's like I'm almost out of space now, which is insane. So, um, yeah, sixty four yeah, is like. Yeah, you need Nothing. to delete some of them CD player skits off your phone, man. <laughs> you, you got it back. Go ahead and delete some of them off of there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, man. These skits are like are like two to three, two to three gigabytes on my phone. Um, between that and the other memes, it's like a mess. <laughs> yeah, I think I got like almost ten gigabytes of memes just off just being on Twitter alone. So do you? So like with your memes? So like, do you? Do you find them on your own or do other people send them to you? Like, or do you just see them and scroll through like I scroll, uh, I Twitter? scroll, and sometimes I make my own here and there. So if you see one like that you've never seen before, most likely I'll make it. Cause so some sometimes I'll make my own and then uh-huh. I'll see I'll be scrolling Twitter and then I'll like take somebody else's or like I'll retweet them and then I'll retweet them. If I see like a real funny one, I like I'll retweet them and then like I'll reuse it the other like later on so they can like yeah so people could go back and see like hey I didn't he got this from that place because sometimes I don't like okay. using memes without giving people credit because especially if it's something that somebody made I'll yeah, try it's, like it's interesting yeah. well well the culture now is that you can't do that because if you do it like people will call you out on it. I've seen people like flat out just like steal people memes like. They'll tweet like they'll see somebody tweet something and then they'll like save it and then like they'll tweet it like in a couple seconds like, and I'm like man you could have just like retweeted that instead of like taking their meme. Yep. Yeah. I um. I I'm trying to think. I saw that recently. What's the big account that people have been? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Max yeah, OG, OG Max yeah. 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 But I think I think that's like a new. I think the new phenomenon is like it's people doing it, but being but being uh, blatant about it, like like the accounts that I see, like I don't think they're trying to hide the fact that they're stealing memes. Like I just see them brag about it. So I think that's interesting. The fact that like they take other people's content and they push it out, but then they acknowledge the fact that it's not theirs. You know, because how do you like how do you deal with that if someone doesn't care whether they whether whether people know that it's you know, taken or not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they care no more. I guess they just realize because if you look at if when they tweet it, you look at it, look under the comments, it'd be a bunch of people like, "Oh, you stole this," and and like they don't respond, like they don't care. I guess they just like mute the tweet, and like okay, once it's muted, I don't see the responses, so I don't care. So I don't get it. It's just a little weird, but that's just how they do it. Do you like? Do you think they make money off of that? Because I have no idea. I I guess I'm trying to figure out the benefit of stealing tweets and not getting anything from it. What they do is like um, sometimes they like steal the person's tweet, and uh-huh. you you can't get money off of that. So they'll do like what they do is like they build their account up. They get like 10k followers or whatever, and then you see the OG Max B one. He's verified, yeah. so of course he got a little following. So. What they do is they sell like merchandise and stuff because I seen like he's selling like oh. t-shirts now. It's different stuff like that. So that's that's the way they make their money. So the people just got to be smart enough to just like which is asking a lot, which is the 
hey, if you want to follow this account, just follow it. But like, don't buy that crappy T-shirts and whatnot. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because I was trying to figure out just just what is going to fit. Because I know um, uh, there were two accounts on Instagram that happened to. One was, uh, it was like Jerry Media. Like, I think they used to steal people's like Twitter posts and they put it on Instagram. But then they would do that and sell ads or whatever. So, I don't know. It's all pretty crazy. Like I just hope I get to the point to where to where I can sell ad space because um Zaxby's if they want to give me ten dollars for me to tweet about them all day. Oh yeah. yeah that's that's the dream right there. But yeah, maybe you can do that with Bivin Enterprises, man. You can manage wrestlers and I hope you ain't gonna steal tweets, right? You're just gonna I hope I ain't giving that away. Steal tweets. <laughs> it still means right. Business enterprises just go vanish wrestlers and it still space right. Add space. Nah, nah. I mean that would be funny, but nah, nah I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. That, that would that would um, actually be crazy. Nah, business enterprises. Uh, hopefully, I can open up uh, like a record label, uh, so I can sign a lot of these independent rappers and stuff. You know, and pull a ditty. Um, so thirty years from now, I own all their masters. And everything that they ever recorded, and I can sell it to them back for eight times the price. I mean, that's my true goal in life. All right, let me ask you a question. Let's say um, they come up to you and say, "Hey, you remember back in the day how WWE used to have the CDs like the Ruthless Aggression CD and the Attitude yeah. Era CD, where they had like a bunch of yeah. rappers on it doing like the yeah. theme songs." Let's say let's let's say they came up to you and say, "Hey, man, let's sign a little." Let's like do like a joint venture deal with like Rock Nation or something. Bivin Enterprises time. <laughs> Bivin Enterprises Records collabing with Rock Nation to, to do of like uh one of them CDs. What's like five artists you gotta have on one of those CDs? Uh let's see. Um it could be from like uh it could be past present. Any genre? Okay. Yeah, any genre. <sighs> trying to think. because uh, I want to make it diverse so i can i can appeal to everyone because that means there's there's more money so yeah i think i'd sign i think the first person i would sign is um i would say uh gucci man gucci i'd sign man. him that's good yeah then i'd sign justin bieber okay if i just had unlimited money i'd sign beyonce <laughs> And Who thinks so what Beyonce do? Uh, I think, you know what? She'd probably do Sasha Banks' theme song. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think who else. I you listen, do you listen to uh, Roddy Rich or Sada Baby? <laughs> uh, I listen to like a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not too, too familiar. But, um, like I see his stuff like always on Twitter. Uh, you know, I would have said maybe the baby until I heard that beat that you <laughs> oh, put out the other day. <laughs> he has the, he has the worst beats ever. <laughs> it sounded like the theme song from Rugrats. I was like, yo, who who approved that beat? Who made it? I didn't think they made that in Pro Tools. Yeah, I don't know. All his beats sound crazy like that. It's just that's one that's one of the reasons why I couldn't really get into his music. I don't know what he does. 
It's it's like the look, you know the LeBron meme when LeBron and Two Chains in the studio and they listen to that one beat. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly yeah. like that. That's just like how I imagine with him with all his songs. So yeah. If the ba- I wouldn't even know who themed the baby would even do. I'm not even about to suggest anything because I don't want to get myself in trouble. I don't want nobody to I don't want nobody to roll up on me in Tampa, so I'm not gonna give any suggestions on who theme song he's gonna do, but just though it's gonna be outrageous. All right, I would okay, so I would I would say future and then he would he would do my theme song. Okay. That's what's up. So the You're, funniest you, you, thing is uh go ahead. Nah, nah, what you about to say more important than what I'm about to say. No, nah, I was gonna say the funniest thing is uh <laughs> they asked me like what theme song that I want. They said, Hey, like if there's a popular song out there, uh, what would you pick? And just as a joke to make myself laugh, I put I put future. I promise you that, and I submitted it. And so the theme <laughs> song that they gave me, it's it's somewhat identical, but but uh, it's it's just like a straight up uh, like future track. So I don't know, it's funny to me every time I think about it. Um, but I would I would say future if I could get him. Um, I don't know who else. I think I think I have to sign like an R and B artist. Uh, Jaquees, king of R and B. <laughs> You gotta nah, sign the king of R&B. Come nah, on, man! You hating on the king of R&B, man? <laughs> nah, he not the king. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. You know what? Uh, Keisha Cole. I think I can. I can <laughs> come back. Nah, you gotta get. It's just cheaper to get OT Genesis. <laughs> That's actually cheaper than just to get him. That'll cut a lot of costs. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get him and K Michelle. That's who I'll that's who I'll sign. <laughs> that is funny, K Michelle. Yo, she was on TV the other day. I'm flipping through the channels. I think I forgot what it was. I think she was on it was like the view or something. Cause I was just flipping and I was like, oh I think she because she was doing country. I think she's I think she's back doing R and D now. So I'm one of, pretty good. I'm one of the ten people that probably know this, but she dropped an album the other day, so that's probably why she was on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I figured it was something new. So you became a Michelle fan? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said, I mean, you said you knew that she uh, dropped the album. So I, hey, I know I'll be. I know I'm not the only one that be on Apple Music every Friday. See what's out. Scrolling. Lil Wayne just dropped the album. I was trying to look for that. It didn't come out at midnight. So I was like, oh, let me keep scrolling. And I was like, K Michelle. <laughs> well, okay. I'll just wait for the Lil Wayne album to come out. Yeah, didn't he release it at like three or something? Yeah, it came out three a.m. I just saw it. I just saw it happen to be up, so I listened to it then. Yeah, nah, nah, I'm sure I was. I was knocked out. I'm getting old, so by the time <laughs> it ends, ten o'clock, I'm done. I'm cooked. I wish I could sleep at ten. I can't do it. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think mine is just old age, so it's not. It, it's not out of choice. Um, it's just my body is slowly breaking down on a daily basis. Um, I think I think the last time I was up was probably New Year's Eve. I think I think I was up until like until five a.m. But mm. yeah, but yeah, yeah, I was, almost, yeah, I almost fell asleep New Year's Eve. But the question I was about to ask you, I was about to ask you, like, do you got a theme song set up? And you pretty much answered that. Uh, I mean, it may change. I think I think that was just like my. 
my default thing that I asked for. But but yeah, I think again, I think once I think as things move forward, you know, uh, they may give an enhanced version of that because like because um, Shane Strickland, I know he had a song and they improved it and then they improved that. So you know, the theme that he has now is like a a different version of what he had before. So, you know, you never know, but, you know, I'm open and I'm sure whatever they have will be good. Yeah, they don't pull you to the side of it. Like, hey, Malcolm, um, we liked your theme song, but we was listening to The Baby last night. How about we add <laughs> some The Baby piano keys to this? Uh, I think I would just laugh. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I think I would just walk away and and be severely depressed, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, I would just laugh. Hey, it is what it is, man. You might uh, you might get some extra plays on Apple Music when they add it to the. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, number one, Gray White, let me in. Number two, Malcolm Bivens, the baby. <laughs> yeah, you top of the charts with it, man. With the, the baby keys, you might get the baby. He might bring you. <laughs> You might come out one for your uh, WrestleMania when you debuted on WrestleMania. He bring you out and whatnot. So we'll, we'll yeah. see on that. So yeah, hopefully they I'll don't shoot. do that. Hopefully they don't Go do ahead. that. But if it works out for you, then it is what it is on that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll happen. WrestleMania, WrestleMania twenty, WrestleMania twenty thirty two or something like that. <laughs> That's a long ass time away, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that is that is a long time away. That's like a while. <laughs> yeah, I hope I can make it that long. Well, all right, man. I think that's like all the questions I had uh for you. Uh as of right now. Hopefully we get to do this uh, again soon. You got anything yeah, you wanna yeah. you got anything you wanna plug? Um you know, just my social media on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's Malcolm Belly, M-A-L-C-O-L-M-V-E-L-L-I. Um, feel free to follow me and um, send me Zaxby's gift cards. That's it. Mm, that's for sure, man. Also, um, I didn't want to end this. I wanted to say this before we end the episode. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Kobe and Gigi Bryant once again. Tragedy happened sure. last week. So um real quick, like what's uh what's your favorite Kobe Bryant moments or what did Kobe Bryant mean to you? I you know I'll be honest, I think I think Sunday last Sunday was difficult for um everyone that I knew and and talked to. And I think I think Kobe well, Kobe at least meant to me, you know, uh just being dedicated in whatever you want to do, you know, um, it's just, it's being the best. And, um, you know, I try to be perfect with, with the things that I do, you know, and I fall short a lot, but I think, you know, what I learned from Kobe is that, you know, that's a part of the process. And then, you know, you keep have to, you have to go through those things to be good. And then you have to go through that to be, to be great. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty somber day, you know, and honestly it, it, it's what, like a week later and like, it doesn't, yeah, wait, it doesn't yeah. feel real. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel real. Like it feels like it's, it's just like a news headline. And, um, yeah. I can't imagine 
what his wife and what his daughters are going through. And, you know, his daughters, you know, they lost a sister, you know, um, his wife lost a daughter, you know, it's just, it's, it's like an awful thing to just think about. And, you know, other people on the flight as well, you know, several other families lost family members and loved ones. And it's just, yeah, it's just a horrible tragedy. I think, I think of anything, you know, if, if, if you can try to pull something out of that tragedy, it's just to, um, is, you know, love the people that you're close to and just, you know, if you can tell them that, you know, tell them that you yeah. love them. But yeah, yeah, it was a mess. Um, how did you, you know, deal with last week? Yeah, last week was hard. When I first saw it, um, I couldn't even put my phone out. I just couldn't believe it. I definitely thought it was like some kind of like, you know, d- dumb hoax, like whatever, where like somebody say somebody mm-hmm. died and whatnot. I also felt that same situation when John Witherspoon died because everybody was saying that was a hoax. Then it ended up being true. And then with the Kobe, I felt the same way. It just didn't feel fair because he was he died when he was 41. And then yeah. you feel torn up about Kobe. And then you see that his daughter died also when she was 13 years old. And it was just like still to this day, it's like it's been a week now. It's officially been a week because I think most people found out about it around 3 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah it's officially a week so it's just it's still just hard to believe and then like we've been seeing all these tributes and whatnot and it's just crazy and you you pretty much nailed it on the head if anybody got any issues with anybody just like life is life is short the cliche term life is short just like uh talk it out with the person apologize if you was in the wrong if they were in the wrong just like talk it out tell them you love it love them and move on from the situation yeah, you know, like it's it, it was it was really surreal because I remember I I just got home and like I walked in and um like like my dog was acting crazy and then I remember I put him in his in his crate and then I turned around <clears throat> and then I opened uh, uh Twitter and the first thing I saw was like was a TMZ tweet and it said that Kobe Bryant had died and and then when I clicked it the website timed out. So I thought that they had been a hack, you know, I thought it was fake. And then slowly I saw other people tweeting about it, but other people were having the same thing, you know, the website wasn't working. So I was hoping that it was all, all fake, but you know, an hour or so later, you know, I think we all knew what the, um, what the actual reality was, but yeah, man, it's, it's awful, awful. So, you know, hopefully we can treat each other better, um, yeah. especially on like Twitter, man, because Twitter is just, it's a dumpster fire at times, you know, like that, you know, like that's cursed. Yeah. Um, only reason I use Twitter nowadays is just promote my brand. So that's all it's really good for nowadays. Um, I will, with my brand, I definitely will be uh, instilling the mama mentality. So, uh, yeah. Yeah dedicate everything now now to Kobe and Gigi. And I guess we can end it there, man. With all that said, actually, let me plug some stuff. Uh, everybody that follows, uh, well, everybody that's listening to it, if you want to subscribe to Random Access Podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes. Actually, they changed the Apple Podcast. So Apple Podcast now, Spotify. We've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, we've got the YouTube, youtube.com slash Random Master Podcast, all that stuff. Just go and Google, put in Random Master Podcast, and we'll pop up, man. And with all that said, we're out. Peace.